Hello and welcome back to the mystery room. I'm Shannon and I'm Abby and this is episode nine. It's gone so quick hasn't it? I know this is crazy. I know. Do you want to get started on our week? No we'll talk about the vino first. Oh yes because we actually because forgot to we do forgot that. last time we had to throw it in at the end. We've got red this week it's Syrah made Shannon try it because she doesn't usually like a red. It's the only wine we have in house so I'm just gonna drink it. We need to make more of a conscious effort to go out and... Uh, we should get a box. Try box wine. Do you know what? I actually saw something. I saw something advertised where you pay... I think it's like... I can't remember how much it is a month, actually. But you get six bottles of wine delivered. You can choose, like, every month or every two months. Let's, I think we should, like, every two... Actually, no, maybe... No, every two months. Because I think every two months. we're not that much... We don't drink that much wine. No. We don't drink that much. We'll stop. Well, no. Well. Well. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. But I still want to try box wine. Oh, is that what you meant when you said box wine? Yeah, not like... Oh, you meant a subscription? No, I meant like a box of wine <laughs> that you get from the shop. But um, here I am. I didn't, do you know bottles. what? I didn't, I, I didn't click you, but I just thought we were changing the topic of getting wine delivered. Okay, so... Sorry. Abby, <laughs> Abby meant, um, you know, sophisticated, get wine delivered, and I meant... Boxed. I meant box wine that you used to get when you are like 16 years old. You get a lot out of a box yeah. wine. Yeah. We should, bit, we should try it. We should try a box wine. Sometimes it's cheaper as well. Yeah, and there's like a little squirty thing, like a little hoe thing. Yes. You can like tip, like you can turn it on and off. Let's do it. Let's do it next we week. Do it. I think we should get a keg as well. <laughs> a keg of wine? <laughs> no, not a keg of wine, a keg oh. of beer. Because you can get like a bar tap, can't you? You can put in like the kitchen now. And draft beer tastes so much better than bottled beer. Do you think? Oh yeah, 100%. I don't know. I don't really notice a difference, to be honest. I like draft beer. But I'm really into my beer at the moment. I had a beer on um tuesday so me and abby have had a crazy week we went to see beyonce on sunday it was amazing it was i would say second best concert i've been to the only downfall she didn't sing all her songs all the way through i thought yeah and we were stuck behind a podium so we couldn't see the stage but she come out like to the middle of the stage quite a bit but she only came round to like the semicircle stage once. But she was amazing. Like honestly, what a voice on her. Yeah, she was. It was such an amazing atmosphere as well. Oh my god. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> there was a there was a guy there. He was so drunk. I can say this because I doubt he'll ever listen to his podcast, but he was so drunk. And he was there with his boyfriend, and his boyfriend looked fuming like i said abby's like they're gonna have a domestic in the morning like he was all over the place he fell over and people had to help him up that's how drunk he was even when people tried to help him up we couldn't get him up it was literally <laughs> horrendous and at one point i think he thought i was his boyfriend because he put his arm around my waist and i was just i was dying i was like abby abby he's trying it on with me <laughs> oh rather you than me i was like Sorry. i was like i don't think i'm the person he wants to be holding right now <laughs> But yeah, it was, it was really it was funny. So funny. It was annoying, but funny. It was funny. He stank as well of like he just stank of alcohol. And yeah, you just smell it. Obviously, I know people drink when they go to concerts, but like I you wouldn't said, pay want... that much amount of money mm. to then not remember it the next day. Exactly, and especially um, Beyonce. Yeah, the Queen herself. Yes. So yeah, we didn't get home because it was in London. So we didn't get home till about what half one on yeah. Monday morning. Luckily, I took the day off work. Abby took half day. She probably regrets that now. No. When you leave a concert, know where you're going 
to get to the tube station and leave as fast as you can. Oh, and also charge your phone so your phone doesn't die on the way oh, home. Yeah. It was really funny though because I said, to, I mean, Abby were talking about getting up on Monday and she was like, oh, I'm definitely having a lay in tomorrow. And she's like, I'm not going to get up. And I just butted in going, midday. And she was like, no, 10 o'clock. I was like, oh, sorry. We're totally on two different wavelengths. Well, you still got up before But I got up before her anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. And then I had Tuesday off and I went to Cardiff and I saw Coldplay, who was honestly the best artist I've ever seen in my life. They were insane. Mm. And I'm still on a bit of a high. I actually feel like I'm a little bit depressed because it's over because yeah. I just want to relive it. Because Abby, when I saw them last year and she agrees that Coldplay is the best. best. The best. Like, if you're a Coldplay fan, you need to go see them. Yeah. It made me really emotional whilst I was there. Yeah, like, same. I don't know why. Like, especially like during Fix You, I was a bit like, oh yeah. my god, like this is amazing. And Sky Full of Stars. Yeah, and then like on the way out, yeah. I, just, I wanna go back. I wanna go back. Like you said, you're on a high. Yeah, and now it's like over with. I'm just a bit here like, ugh. Wanna go de- again? A bit depressed now. I know. I'd, I think if they did another tour. I would definitely go again. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I want to see them again, but I wouldn't see them again on the same tour yeah yeah because i know what's gonna happen and i feel like that's probably one of the really good things about the coldplay tour is that it's all a surprise at the same time they probably just do the same songs because all their songs are like (laughs) old classics i know and they are they are classics i do love them yeah that was it really yeah that's about as far as we've got with our week anyway Right, back to the podcast because yeah. we've been chatting loads. Yeah, we've bored you for long enough now. That's not boring. Oh, well. They want. Uh, hopefully, they want to know about our week. A lot of them have probably skipped. Anyway, on to today's case. So today we will be talking about the unsolved case of Tara Calico. On Tuesday, the twentieth of September, nineteen eighty-eight, nineteen-year-old Tara Calico went on her usual daily bike ride in New Mexico. However. On this day, she would not return home, never to be seen again. A year later, a disturbing photo was discovered in a parking lot in Florida. With no sightings of Tara, no explanations and many photographs, the investigation into her disappearance is still ongoing to this day. What happened to Tara and why is her disappearance still a mystery? Tara Lee Calico was born on February 28th, 1969 in New Mexico in the USA to parents David Calico and Patty Dole. She attended Bellin High School and went on to become a student at the University of New Mexico studying psychology. She was loved by so many of her peers. She was said to have been an independent, athletic and outgoing individual. And growing up, she loved to explore the outdoors with her siblings, Michelle Dole and Chris Calico. So to make it clear, Patty Dole remarried to Tara's stepfather which i will go on to talk about and michelle dole is a half sister and chris calico is her full brother so just to clear that up in case anyone was wondering during her childhood her mum and dad sadly divorced tara stayed with her mum patty who then remarried to john dole this then led to them all relocating to bellin which is known to be a small quaint town where quote everyone knows everyone I feel like we live in one of those towns. Wait, then... everyone knows everyone? Oh, engraved. Yeah, but, like, obviously we live in a bit of a... We weird... don't know anyone. Yeah, because we're in a new area. I do think, though, people speak to us because we have dogs. That's true. Like, I feel like if you're a dog owner, people just automatically think you're approachable. 
can I ask, right? When you take the dogs for a walk, and I say hello to everyone. Yeah. Well, what, what I'm going to say, when you see someone else and our dogs start playing with their dog, do you just stand there really awkwardly? Sometimes I do. It depends. Like sometimes I'm like, morning. I'm like, evening. Because I'm quite an in-your-face person, but yeah, I wouldn't but then, sit there going, "How are you today, Doris?" I mean, we've been speaking to. So there's a guy down the road. He's got a pug called Frank, and we must have known him now for three years because we've been here three years. We have never ever learnt his name, and we think it's gone way too far now. We can't ask. to ask him what his name is. <laughs> Which is but I think he, he, I think he knows our names because we've mentioned each other's names in front of him before. Yeah. So now I do call him Frank Senior. We don't know his name. No. He's, he's really nice. He's really friendly. He is a really nice guy. But we're in too deep now. We're in too, we're in too deep now. We can't just go. I'm really sorry, mate. But what's your name? So yeah, we can't. We can't do it. And then we met him at a football match last May or this May. I can't remember. And I was going to get my boyfriend because my boyfriend had only just met him to ask him what his name was. But again, we're in too deep now. Yeah. Because we, we couldn't find him again. Oh, it's just ridiculous. We can't. We can't do it. Yeah, I feel like everyone here knows everyone. I know a lot of people here only because I know a few people that I used to work with and stuff like that. Yeah, but we also haven't lived here for very long. True. Like, like you said, we've only been here for three years. True. So Tara was very adventurous, and as said before, she loved the outdoors. Going for bike rides was a regular activity for Tara, but sadly, this would be what led to her life being cut short. So, in the early hours of Tuesday the 20th of September 1988... Oh my god, that's really sad. She must have only been, like, near enough 20 years old. She was 19. Oh, that's so sad. Mm. That is so sad. Calico set out on her routinely bike ride with her mum's neon pink mountain bike along New Mexico State Road 47, taking only her Walkman headphones and a cassette tape. This was a road she biked along almost every morning, sometimes with her mother. However, Patty stopped riding with Tara after getting the feeling that she'd been stalked by a motorist. This is a sad thing about taking the same route every day. It makes you an easy target to criminals who then get to know your routine. And I believe this is the case here. This is so true. Apparently, I think I learned at uni, the time of day most people get murdered is between three and six in the morning. Really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know. I thought it would be between like... 10 o'clock and 2 no, o'clock. it's like in 3 in the morning, 6 in the morning, something like that. It's like really early in the morning. Is it because they know your morning routine? Like yeah, know- basically. Because like a lot of people obviously get up, go jogging before work or yeah. go for like exercise and stuff before work or take the dogs out before work. Mm. That's why I get really worried. Like when I'm home alone, I walk the dogs. I don't take them on the same route every day. Yeah. It's yeah, just my, that's just my paranoid brain. It's better to be safe than sorry. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Patty advised Tara to carry some mace love that yeah but tara didn't want to do this mid-morning tara then asked her mother to come pick her up along the highway if she hasn't arrived home by midday so she can go and play tennis with her boyfriend at half past 12 when tara did not return patty went out to look for her this proved to be fruitless patty returned home hoping that tara would be there but there was no sign of her Patty called the police and later that day, officers found pieces of Tara's Walkman along with the cassette tape scattered along the side of the road. Tara and her bike were missing. Following this missing person's report, it was theorised that Tara could have run away, but apparently she would never just take off without telling her mum. I don't agree with that because that's what I mean. Like They seemed like a quite close mother-daughter relationship. Yeah. And why would she go, oh mum, I'm going to go play tennis with my boyfriend 
if I'm a bit late, can you come pick me up? She wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, she wouldn't. No, I know. The police put out appeal for witnesses to Tara's disappearance, but sadly, no one witnessed her presumed abduction. People did, however, come forward and say that they saw an old, light-coloured pickup truck following closely behind her. Certain witnesses also said that the passenger in the truck was a son of a local law enforcement officer. Oh, we will come back to this truck later on, just to let you know, so keep that in mind. Why is it that in every case, there's always some sort of law enforcement officer that's a bit dodge? All the cases that we cover are obviously unsolved, mm. but... A lot of them have dodgy police work. Yeah, so maybe that's why they're unsolved. People are covering up for other people. Oh, ridiculous. And... So, although several reported sightings of her, none of them could be confirmed and the case went quiet after this. But on June the 15th, 1989, nearly a year after Tara's disappearance, a Polaroid photo of an unidentified young woman and a boy in the back of a van was found in a car parking space of a convenience store in Port St. Joe in Florida. In the photo, the young girl and boy were bound and gagged. Polaroid officials did come out and say that this picture had to have been taken after May 1989 because the film used in this photo was not available until then. Meaning, this would be a very recent photo. The woman who discovered the photo had said that the vehicle in the parking space was a white windowless Toyota van driven by a man with a moustache believed to be in his 30s. The police did try to intercept this van, but the man has never been identified. I want to know who the bloke is with her. Cause, so we posted the photo of her tied up, well, we assume it's her, tied up in the back of the van with this male. And the first photo is of her. And they do look very, very similar. I was just looking at them, like comparing them, and yes, they do. They do look very, very similar. But obviously, go on to our socials and let us know what you think. Personally, I think she's still alive. Do you? I don't know. It will go on. Okay. And I, I I think you might change your mind. In the photo, it does look a lot like her. The photo is quite famous. And I think if a lot of you see it, you probably will recognise it. Have you seen the photo before? No. Have you not? No. Oh, I have. It was broadcast on a show called A Current Affair in July 1989. This led to friends of Tara's mum, Patty, contacting her to say how much they thought that picture of the young girl resembled Calico. Relatives of a young boy named Michael Henley also saw the show and believed that he was the boy in the photo. So before we go on, I think we should go on to talk a little bit about Michael Henley. The nine-year-old vanished on April 21st, 1988, only a few months before Tara. He was on a camping trip with his dad and a family friend in New Mexico. They had been at the campsite for less than 20 minutes before Michael disappeared. As soon as his dad realised he was missing, they tried looking for him, but they found no trace. The search for Michael went on for a month, but nothing came of this. And because of the timeline of their disappearances, and the similarities in appearances, it was believed that Tara and Michael were abducted by the same person. Because of this, Tara's and Michael's parents met with investigators to examine the photograph. Both sets of parents told investigators that the picture was of their children, with Tara's mother noting in the photo that Tara's favourite book, My Sweet Audrina, I'm not sure how you say it, but I'm going to go with that, was actually visible next to her. 
Following this, the photo was analysed by both Scotland Yard and Los Alamos National Laboratory. Scotland Yard determined that it was Tara in the photo, whereas Los Alamos concluded that it wasn't. FBI analysis actually just came back inconclusive. Can I just say, go on, Scotland Yard. <laughs> a lot of these cases, like a lot of like missing people cases and stuff like that in America, Scotland Yard is usually pulled in. And I'm sorry, but Scotland Yard do a banging job. I mean, we're clearly good at what we do in the UK. That's what I mean. We are sick at solving crimes. Mm-hmm. I do have to agree with Scotland Yard, though, because usually they do come out on top. I'm not being biased either. Big up. Big up the homies. (laughs) So you may have noticed that we didn't mention Michael in the identifications of the people in the photos. This is because Michael Henley's case was actually solved in June 1990, when his remains were found just a few miles from the campsite he was meant to be staying at. His cause of death was believed to be hypothermia and foul play was ruled out. Because of this, Michael's case is not believed to be related to Tara's. For nearly two decades, Tara's case went cold, and in 1998, she was declared officially dead, with a judge ruling her death a homicide. I don't know how he could, how, how they could do that, rule it a homicide, because there is really no evidence so far to there, there suggest is a that. Homicide. Yeah. Also, I do kind of agree that, like, because the guy in the photo looks too old to be... I don't know. You can't really tell his age, I'm not going to lie. But I would I would actually probably say that maybe he is older than nine. Yeah, I'd say he's definitely older than nine. So the Calicos moved to Florida in 2003. Tara's mum, Patty, sadly died in 2003, and her biological dad passed in 2002, both parents never finding out what happened to their daughter. So sad. I hate when cases like yeah. this happen, when the parents die and they never know what happens to the child. Ugh. That's the, the sad thing about doing unsolved cases because a lot of the drama does them, happen. Yeah. Oh, it's horrible though. Yeah, I know. In 2008, a Valencia County Sheriff, Reen Rivera, who joined the police department a year after Tara went missing, claimed to know what happened to her. I love this. When people are like, I know what happened, I know what happened. Yeah, but how do you know? How? Yeah, right. Were you there? He reported that he received information that two teenagers had accidentally hit calico with a truck this led to them panicking driving off with her and killing her the boys apparently knew tara and were driving up behind her in a truck which led to this he went on to say that he knew the names of those involved without a body he couldn't make a case no evidence about this claim was ever released and no arrests were ever made john dole tara's stepfather came out and said that the sheriff should not have made these comments if he was not willing to go forward with any arrests and the strong circumstantial evidence should be enough for a conviction, which is very true. It should I, be. I agree with that. I don't think he. Sh- I don't know why I he came forward co- and said this anyway. I think he's come out thinking, "Yeah, I'm a unit. I know exactly what happened." Bigging himself up, trying to make himself look good. But th- how he can knows you- nothing. Exactly. How can you say that with nothing to show for what you? I feel like he's been watching way too many American sitcoms. That's like something you see in a movie where someone's cycling and like these lads that she went to school with are like chasing her and messing around. Old Reen, sit back down, mate. <laughs> then in 2009, 20 years after the first Polaroid was found, another photograph was found. Ooh, I know. Police Chief David Barnes 
received two letters from Albuquerque in New Mexico. Oh my god, that's High School Musical. I know, I thought of that one. Oh my god, I'm sorry. It was Troy, Troy Bolton. (laughs) Tell you now. One of the letters contained a photo of a young boy with brown hair. Oddly, someone had drawn a line of black ink over the boy's mouth to look as if it was covered with tape. The second letter contained an original image of the boy, made to look like 1989 photo. At the same time these letters were sent, a psychic called the police department, informing them of dreams that she had been having about a runaway she met in California who was murdered, and that she may be buried there. No discoveries were made following this information. I'm really, really sorry, but why would anyone believe a psychic? I get there's people out there who are very spiritual and, you know, believe in all this stuff, but... I mean, some of them are known to be right. I mean, yeah, but... Some people, I think, are just looking for clout in this case. They're like, oh, yeah. I know what happened. I know what happened. Get me in the paper. Yeah. I didn't think of that, actually. Yeah. So, over the years, other photos surfaced, potentially of Tara. The first one was found near a construction site in California. Coincidental to what the psychic had said. And it contained a young girl's face whose mouth was covered with tape. The second photo shows a young girl bound, her eyes covered in gauze, with large black framed glasses. How you can't tell, I'm sorry, but with that you couldn't tell who that was. No, and if yeah. you saw the photo, again another disturbing one. It look personally I don't think it looks anything like her, but then you can't You can't, you can't tell. tell. There was a male passenger beside her on an Amrak train. Tara's mum believed the first photo was her daughter, but not the girl in the second one. She actually believed the second photo was a hoax. The family have had to identify so many photographs, but Patty's sister has said that all photos but those three were ruled out. In 2013, the case was taken on by a local and federal agent. It was this year that a man named Henry Brown made a shocking deathbed confession. I love deathbed confessions. Yeah. Love, and, love them. Yeah, and I think as far as our theories go, this would probably be most plausible yeah so he revealed to police that shortly after tara's disappearance in 1988 henry was round his neighbor's house his neighbor was named lawrence romero jr (laughs) (laughs) lawrence ramono where did that come from lawrence Romero Jr. I can't. I kept that, saying that took about five million takes to say that. Really sorry. <laughs> Whilst in the basement, Henry noticed what looked like a woman's body wrapped in blue tarp and buried in a makeshift grave. Romero, along with another guy called Dave Silver, and someone else, we are unsure of the identity of this man, but we know he has red hair. So they told Henry that the body was Tara Calico's. Their story was that they were driving behind Tara as she was cycling along New Mexico Road when they accidentally hit her with their truck. This is apparently when they abducted her, took her to a grave pit and raped her. Why would you accidentally knock someone off their bike and then think, yeah, okay, she's dead, we'll take her to a grave and rape her? There are some sickos. I'm sorry, but... There are some sickos. You wouldn't do that unless you were, like, planning to do it. We'll go on to theories at the end. Okay. But I think half of this is probably what I'm going with and half is a bit bullshit. Yeah, I'll explain at the end. Okay. 
They didn't kill her straight away, but once Tara threatened to go to the police, Ramirez stabbed her to death, whilst the other three men pinned her down. According to them, they originally hid her body in a bush. But once searches began to take place, they moved her body to the basement. Henry has said that the reason he didn't tell the police sooner was because the men threatened to kill him if he did. At the time of Tara's disappearance, Romero's father, Lawrence Romero Sr., was a sheriff, which was why Romero managed to get away with the crime. He apparently found a note written by Romero confessing to killing Tara, and he destroyed it. I'm not even shocked. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> At this point. At this point, after us. nine episodes in, and I'm not even shocked. Yeah, I know. I'm used to it now. Henry also told investigators that he believed the men later placed Tara's body in a pond near one of their houses. Someone else came forward and told police that one of the suspects had confessed to him as well. Ramiro Jr. later committed suicide in 1991, and because Tara's body was never found, no charges have ever been filed against the other men who were allegedly involved. In October 2019, the FBI offered a $20,000 reward to anyone who has any precise details or information leading to the conviction of the person responsible. They even released age progression photos of what Tara would look like now. Then in September 2021, a new lead in the case led to a raid in Bellin. According to a lieutenant named Joseph Rowland, the lead cannot be discussed, but the case is progressing extremely well. I'm not going to lie, this was nearly two years ago. And there's been nothing new since. Yeah, so I don't know how well... I mean, that was at the time, so, you know, he probably takes that back now. I like to think she's still alive. I reckon she's been sold for sex trafficking. We'll go on to our theories in a minute. Okay, sorry, I'm just really thinking outside the box here. To be honest, that is actually it. <laughs> oh. Tara's family have always held hope that one day she would someday be found alive. But Tara's stepfather and brother know that this isn't likely. In 2018, Tara's brother Chris even said in an interview, quote, Mum really did not want to believe she was dead, period. Patty spent the rest of her life asserting that the girl in the Polaroid was Tara. It was a glimmer of hope that she would someday be reunited with her daughter. So Tara was known to be a highly motivated, avid reader and active young girl. She worked as a bank teller and was studying to become either a psychologist or a psychiatrist. Isn't it sad when a 19... Like, a 19... Like when, when any, like, young woman or even, like, young boy dies... Yeah. It's... It is shit, because it's, like... They barely I, lived. Yeah, and it's, like, nobody should die before their parents. No. And no parents should ever have to watch their child die. No matter how old they are, they should never, ever have to watch their child die. And never knowing what... How... how like, how died. and why it happened. Yeah. Like, that would be the most horrific thing... Yeah. ...to ever it's like happened to anyone yeah obviously it's sad when this happens to anyone not just young people yeah but i would say it's a lot more upsetting and distressing when it happens to younger people who haven't really had a chance to live their life and it was like um so my friend at school her brother drowned in the river yes a couple of years ago yeah well let's say a couple of years ago it's quite a while ago yeah now. it was quite a while ago now i still think to this day that what happened well what the people he was with said happened wasn't the full story i reckon because it was really weird because there was like a life boy on the side of the river and it's like why didn't someone throw it in or why didn't someone jump in and try mm-hmm. and get him out do you know what I mean? like things just don't add up maybe we could cover that one yeah 
that's the one that's one close to home for you so imagine your child going out one day and just never coming home Mm -hmm. like that's horrific i could never imagine anything worse no i know exactly i think we'll go on to our theories i personally think it's ramiro mainly because i mean there's two people who came forward and said that he he had confessed to them but there's like no evidence and there's nothing to suggest that's what i was just about to say he's definitely done it like is he just one of these people like is he just is he just a bit crazy and he wants to feel like he's done something with his life which is really sick because there are people out there that do admit to people crime that they haven't committed because they want people to remember them mm-hmm. i do just find it funny though how that um sheriff that complained to know what happened said about people in a truck driving behind her yeah and then suddenly ramiro's like was driving in a truck behind but her then did he know this story did he see it in the paper to then be like okay yeah this is what happened but then how would henry because he said that he saw what looked like but a isn't henry body. dead yeah he is now yeah but anyone can make a de- de- deathbed confession i can make a deathbed confession and do it yeah but a lot of people do it because they won't face any consequences they're gonna die so what so why unless it? this guy was like so high on bloody morphine and he didn't know what he was saying then i'd believe it but i just find it very hard to believe that but he would have no reason to say it he might want to be famous before he dies yeah he might want people to remember his name the psychos out there that do that shit but again 2013 that's a long time after it happened for suddenly come out like why tara's case why not a lot i'm not saying that there isn't i'm not saying our faith case isn't famous but there are more famous cases out there you could have probably mentioned madeline mccann this i don't know i just think it's very very odd like it's either that photo of that girl tied up in the back of the truck with that boy is tara in that case i like to think that this guy didn't kill her i do find those odd though but if because he he's claiming that he's killed her straight away pretty much that they raped her and then killed her. Yeah. So why would they have photos of Tara and a and a young man, a young boy, if that's not... So either them photos are 100% definitely not Tara, then yes, I'd believe it. But if them photos are Tara... You mentioned a very good point. So, I mean, this then basically throws his confession out the yes. window. Either this guy's confession is true and then pictures are not Tara... Or if them pictures are Tara, then his deathbed confession's a lie. Mm-hmm. But unless someone can definitely 110% say that them photos are definitely Tara, which I don't think you can claim is 100% someone in a photo. Yeah. You can't. So I'm a 50-50. I'm either his confession's a lie and them photos are her, or... Mm, that's a good point she is dead if you compare the photos to they look very similar they but then do. it's like as well as her favorite book being next to her like but then the... that's really weird did she take her book out of her that day no she didn't that's what i mean yeah. so where's this book come from like, is that a hoax photo is it the boyfriend that's a good he wasn't really mentioned is it the stepdad because stepdad's a bit odd aren't they oh my god sorry we're getting a bit deep now i'm just i'm just like totally just going off the topic now i think this one's really hard this to, is really hard to be like this is what happened yeah this is, i don't know because there's so many different things that have come up in this to be now you've said about the photo i don't even know i mean it depends it depends on that photo it depends on the photos mm. 
unless someone could stand up and they could like bet their life on it that they are they are photos of her then i'll be like okay he's lying this guy's lying she is still out there somewhere maybe or they sold her for sex trafficking i think people should let us know what they think but it's weird because like talk about madeline mccann quickly if she can't turns out to be alive and all this bullshit like everyone who's ever had a missing child who's never been found is gonna totally think shit my child's still out there do you know what I mean yeah i do personally think she's alive still no mum and dad killed her no not madeline mccann oh tara yeah i don't know i have a weird feeling that yes she is she would be like 50 something years old now that's what i mean I have a weird feeling that she's not alive anymore. I reckon maybe... Okay, maybe she's dead now, because maybe they killed her when she got a bit older. But I reckon maybe... Um, what film did I watch? I didn't even watch it, I don't think. I think I saw it on TikTok and I was a bit hooked. So this guy who kidnaps this little girl on her way home from school, and he builds her a little room. It's on Netflix. Yeah. 300 and something days. 365 days. 3,000. Three, I don't know. Yeah, 3,000 and something days. Yes. Can't remember what it's exactly that exactly That disturbed me. But, because I reckon obviously he only liked her because when she was younger, and maybe if she got older, maybe he would have killed her. Maybe the same thing with Tara. Maybe somebody wanted her cause she, when she was younger. She this wasn't is, young. She was 19. This is the problem. Like, you get like predators, don't you? Or maybe the person she was kidnapped her died. And maybe she thought that was... I don't know. Because at 19, you'd know who your mum and dad are. Like oh, you yeah. You can't brainwash someone like that. No. But um, I don't know. This is a weird one. I actually... I really personally don't know. I'm absolutely stumped know. this week. Actually, no. Do you know what? I've changed my mind. I reckon she's dead. I do. I reckon she's dead. Yeah. I don't reckon they killed her straight away. I reckon they kept her for like... Yeah, maybe, I do agree maybe with Maybe a year or two. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Whoever it was. I mean, maybe it could have been that Ramiro guy and he's maybe he lied about what actually happened yeah true that's very true let us know what you guys think because we're stumped this is one's uh got us this week but we hope you enjoyed this week's episode take a look at the photos and obviously let us know what you think yeah we'll try and put the other photos up obviously after looking at them i i personally don't can't see tara in them i don't think it's her but we'll put them up anyway and you can comment and let us know what you guys think we hope you have enjoyed this week's case so we've waffled on quite a lot sorry yeah. <laughs> we have a lot to talk about <laughs> um, it's not happened it's been a busy week it has it has you should enjoy it while it lasts because there'll be some weeks where we're like we've done nothing yeah it's been boring yeah and i think it's nice that you get to know like what we're doing what we like and stuff like that yeah that's it, true it brings get us to know us together as a community mm-hmm. please follow us on our socials so on Instagram we are the Mystery Room Pod, and on Facebook we are the Mystery Room Podcast. Also, if any of our listeners have any great ideas of what me and Abby can do as our logo, drop us a message because we would love to hear what you guys think. Because we're looking for a new logo at the moment, but we're not exactly sure what we want. But any ideas would be lovely. Yeah. Also, if you would like to sign up to our Patreon yeah that is the mystery room podcast as well <laughs> we were link, desperate last week yeah the link is in our bio i hope you enjoyed and we'll speak to you guys next week have a lovely weekend we're yeah. off to wales we are rainy old wales yeah we're off again yes we're off to surprise my grandma because it's her birthday tomorrow and we used to go to wales as like a family 
and she hasn't been since my granddad passed away in 2015 and she's been dying to go back so my auntie's taken her but the whole family's going down to surprise him she doesn't know so either she'll have a heart attack because she's really old or she'll cry i hope it's the second one i hope she'll cry <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we hope you have, guys have a nice weekend and enjoy yeah i'm gonna go and have a lot of beverage now because i'm off tomorrow speak to you next week bye bye